protected from the aliens ultimately and that's what they didn't want mm-hmm. people to think but they thought it anyway so you can't stop oh, yeah. them from that but that leads us down to april 29 1945 that's when everything went down with hitler uh he knew this was it for him they were coming to get him he actually um his wife i found this interesting he poisoned his bride of only 24 hours her name was eva braun he poisoned her with cyanide before uh he took off on his own which was really weird. I'm like, why didn't you take her? With? Well, you guys only he ended up killing himself. Yeah, he did. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. So was from the story from the different things I've heard, because I know there that was a big conspiracy. For like I don't think he killed himself. What happened to what happened to Hitler's body, right? Yeah. Um, but what they've, I think they've scientifically put a case closed on this. Is what happened was he gave her cyanide. He took cyanide, then he shot himself in the head, and they were instructed to burn the bodies. So that way they couldn't be paraded around kind of thing. Uh, um, the Russians found it, kept it in Soviet storage for 40 years until the end of this, uh, the, the Soviet Union. And then they ran like actual test. studies, like on his dental, his dental records. And it matched up that that was. Him. Oh, that was actually. Oh, OK, him. Cool. OK, OK. Yeah, At least they yeah, got yeah. <clears throat> I still think I Yo, can't remember yeah. the um, I watched this documentary on. um occults and there was this very very specific very very like underground cult um that hitler was a part of and if i remember correctly his either his father or his mother was like this really really high official or highly you know involved elite you know up at the top of this cult and i can't remember the name of it but they basically believe this cult believes in aliens they believe in like paranormal stuff or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be and then they do a lot of stuff where they try to like i guess like invoke like creatures or demons or spirits from like other dimensions and stuff and it's just like it, it just like putting that piece of his like upbringing with all the stuff that they were researching and doing like in Nazi Germany during the war it, it makes sense and it almost yeah. makes me it also makes me feel like I feel like Hitler was groomed to be in that position and I feel like there's people that are like in this cult that were like just made him be the fall guy it was like we don't want to like do all this stuff because they knew that what the blowback was going to come from the blowback that would come from being so controversial, especially back in like the 1940s, like, mm-hmm. come on. Oh, yeah. You couldn't tell people about aliens or you could tell people no. that like anything existed out of Jesus and church. Like, you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> he was but, thought to be one of the Antichrist because they say there's, yeah. not, there's not just one Antichrist. There's several of them that that take yeah. form to to carry Bring out certain the, plans. Yeah. yeah. So he was one. He was named one of them. But I can't remember the yeah. name of that cult because it was like I mean, like, and then like you try to research it. There's like barely any information out there. But it's like a known. Like, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I just I can't remember the name. I can either, never but, remember name. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that though. And, and I think also there there is a differentiation also from being in a cult and believing in aliens because like, I think those things aren't uh, counter or included in each other right like, no 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 you know just based on scientific numbers obviously you know aliens the the thought of that actually being existent is very high comparative to like some of the things like oh you know, the occult. yeah yeah but, yeah 
But it was, I guess, but, for me, it was weird that like this was one of the few um, cults that I had heard about that kind of was trying to bridge the gap between the two. And I was like, that's so weird that like, cause, you know, cults are normally more about like control it's, it's religious and, religious and, yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. But this one was like, I mean, they was, it was like way left field, the stuff that they was getting into, but it, it explains that, more about why he did what he did. The part that always kind of gets me with Hitler is the the first part of his life not his childhood but like the early adulthood right, right. like because he was in world war one they say he was a male runner like male runners don't aren't charismatic where they can control a whole nation by talking and by speaking i mean there's something was something that happened go, yeah even though it was 80 years ago look it 80 years ago it was still the same thing it was about who you were born from or who you knew and Hitler was, yeah. from all intents and purposes, nobody right. to come out of nowhere. So that doesn't really make sense to me. And that's where I don't believe all the BS of it. Like, this guy just automatically came out of nowhere and was, you know, this great order. And then he went to jail and no one really knew about him. And then all of a sudden he blew up because he wrote a, a racially profound book. Yeah. Right. Not profound, racially biased book. And then now like, he's on the map. Yeah, it, it just, like, something didn't add up. But you know, it's twenty twenty hindsight with that. I mean, same thing with Obama. We black people still don't know where the hell they found that motherfucker at. I can tell you right now, like, Obama <laughs> just came out of nowhere. I, that is a conspiracy theory in itself. Because let me tell you something: if a black man was doing something so pivotal that he could potentially be the president, every black person in the world would have known about this man right. four, five, six years before he ever put his name on the ballot. So I still, to this day, I'm t- you ask a black person where did Obama come from? I'm telling you, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> Nobody. Not a single person. You like no, what, was, what was Obama doing before the presidency? I don't know. But I, I read an article. Like, I, they even have like an apartment in New York that they said was his apartment in New girl, York. There ain't a black person <laughs> in two mile radius that ever saw Obama walk into that apartment. Oh my god! I'm telling you, they they, they picked Obama out of a rock uh, under a rock somewhere and was like, "All right, you gonna be the president?" Really, and that's yeah. just what it is. Like, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know where they found him. I mean, half of these people come from you know celebrities and famous public figures. They come from apparently uh, their their sex traffic victims, their their child victims. Apparently, that's what Justin Bieber is, is a child victim of Pizzagate. If you guys, you know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, he was take, born out of Pizzagate. Yeah, he was a he was a child yeah. that was taken away. And that's a, he. Yeah. they found out he could sing maybe. And they turned him into a celebrity. I don't know. I don't know. But said, he, hmm, that's why if you watch his music sell millions video, of records or produce adrenochrome. Right. We'll go a million or, And have him like push the agenda, you know, because he, yeah. he does push it. But in his last couple of videos, when he's starting to get holy and stuff, he has uh, Pizza Gate and pizza symbolisms all over his stuff. That's why the Yummy song is made out of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh. Golly, Hollywood just don't. I mean, they, you still got the Monarch programming with the butterflies. Yeah. You got Pizza Gate. You've got the one eye symbolism. You've got the. Um, mm-hmm. The sh- a lot of people don't know about the uh, the I don't know the, the be quiet the, the, thing like or the, the it's just terrible the and it's like they don't even care no more they're just kind of like haha you can't stop and us and it's getting worse because I feel like something big is gonna happen and after watching this documentary like it it's so spot on I'm like 
damn, something's going to happen. Because when I get, when, <laughs> when I got down further in the timeline, it's like some of these things took place in February 24th. What are we in? February 26th now. So I was like, wait a minute. I kind of feel weird going down this timeline because it's throwing me off wow. that we're so close to those dates and all this stuff in the world is happening again. We're possibly mm-hmm. in World War Three, right? So I mean, yeah. we could wow. we could be there. I mean, if if the sad thing about it is, is like we're so interconnected. Okay, but then I don't I don't think we ever actually really have like a, a full World War Three because we got like the Trilateral uh, uh, Commission, we got the United Nations, and we've got the um, oh, what's that other international group? Like I can't remember. There's like another international group, but it's just like we got so many interconnected international agencies that like if we were go to World War Three, it would have to. I mean, it would be so ugly. Like, I mean, we have so oh, yeah. many people. I mean, it's just from import exports. Think about how, like, integrated we are all across the world, import exports. Like, that would just be terrible. No more yeah. Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe. No more Amazon deliveries. <laughs> oh, but no, what I was going to say was, is, okay, since, because this brought up the grays, right? Which mm-hmm. are, like, the really, really short ones with the big black eyes, right? Yeah. Those yeah, are, like, yeah. the very first alien spottings that ever um happened as far as people are saying i think i saw an alien i can't explain what it is they're like what it look like it's these little short gray ones right Mm -hmm. and then you know the the other ones that are like um they said they're like 10 foot tall tall and they were colored bronze yes so there's a conspiracy theory way back way back in the day like if like if you get into like the people that are like super 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 big on aliens right so basically they say at some point in time the grays and the bronze they actually started having like a fight against each other because they this is and this is just conspiracy theory, guys. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just telling you what they had some there. drama. They had some drama, <laughs> but the drama was over what they would do with humans. Oh, OK, OK. So the grays are the more intellectual, smart ones. Right. And the bronze ones are like the more brute you know, like forceful ones. So the, obviously the bronze ones wanted to make us like slaves and like mine, all this stuff, whatever, where the intellectual ones were more like, let's experiment on them, see if we can get them to evolve, all this stuff, whatever. So supposedly they had like a little, a little tick for tack and went against each other. Huh. And now, right, right. And now, I don't know, this happened right around, uh, actually, which is weird. It happened around World War Two which they try to tie it in with the whole World War II and all that stuff. And supposedly right now in our government, there's like secret entities on both sides of our government that are basically trying to fight to either advance humans further to like tap into like our maximum potential. And then there's like the other side that's trying to like basically slowly dumb us down to the point to where they can like manipulate us stage alien invasion and they'll come in and just like take everything over and like you know it'll be like basically servitude worldwide servitude to this one alien group or whatever and which which is is weird which is that they're the the ones that want to do that is the reptilians right is what i've heard and the other group that's trying to enlighten us so to speak are the anunnaki aliens have you guys heard of them? Yeah, I mean I've that's, that's a whole other yeah. uh, loosely and the reptilian yeah. loosely. I haven't delved real deep into it. Um, it. I so there's there's a lot of interesting like things that intermingle with like 
stuff that's on the brink of being accepted science and as well as conspiracy theory. And it's kind of finding that fine line in between down the middle. Right. 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 Um, like for instance, everybody wants to say like Atlantis, for instance, is a complete conspiracy theory. It's a crockpot. Right. But there's actual there's science actual evidence. There's yeah. actual evidence in science during the younger dries that there are multiple different uh, civilizations that mankind has had where we've kind of, not necessarily reach the same technological apex as we have now, but like we did in the Bronze Age, and then a major cladded, uh, cataclysmic event happened, and it wiped it out, and we started again. Started over again. Start again. Multiple, right? multiple one, times, right? Multiple oh, yeah. times. Yeah. And this last one was 10,000 years ago when all of a sudden the climate kind of mellowed out, and then we saw the uh, the advancement of the Egyptians, and yeah. that's where the theory is that it, you know people think that's where ancient aliens is. I don't think that's it. I think what it is is it happened hundreds of thousands of years ago, and it was some type of evolution because there was such an advancement in the size of the human brain um, that they really can't account for. They say, well, it was, oh, they started cooking uh, the meat, so it was easier to consume, less energy. It gave them the ability to you know, supplement more protein in their diet make their brain grow. But mm. we went through an evolutional snap like that. Yeah, like that doesn't it, it, happen. That doesn't happen. Go, yeah. You know, and even though we still share so much of our DNA with, you know, uh, with primates, there's a large differentiation in our intelligence and their intelligence. Yeah. So something happen- happened, and it's not just there were no more trees and we learned to walk on the ground. No, that's not what did it. You know, yeah. there's something not for it to go that there. fast, not for there to be yeah. such a a big jump in a, such a small period of time. Like you can't. Yeah. Like evolution doesn't work like that. Evolution is a very consistent, balanced over a period of time thing. So for Long like, period. yeah, like, and they're even, um, so I was watching, you know, Joe Rogan. I know people may like him or dislike him, whatever, whatever. Anyway, there's a guy on Joe Rogan who's very big on like these ancient societies. Rand, uh, Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock. Yes. So yeah. there's a spot in Africa where they think was the actual location of Atlantis and they have all this uh, I think I told you about this yeah 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 and they have all these like um they show this thing cuz they said Atlantis was like uh bodies of water and land kind of intermingling together and then the there rings was and, yeah and then we watched was, that same one yeah right yeah, and I was like, it was so good and, Dude, and like, everybody thinks what, yeah, why are we in, not looking into this? Yeah, like, I know. Everybody thinks that Atlantis is in the Mediterranean, and really, it's in sub-Saharan Africa. It has to be because uh, a lot of people understand it used to be it used to be like the Sahara Desert used to be a forest, like a, like, exactly. like like the Amazon. Not to mention, yep. if you look at like most of the um um all these new archaeological digs, because and this is the other thing is like I feel like our technology is finally catching up to where we can actually start adequately piecing together different parts of history that we didn't even know it existed, right? So in Africa there was all these different civilizations that they could not account for. They're like there's all these different cultural like dialects and stuff. And they're starting to find off the coast of Africa there's all these sunken underground mega cities. Mm-hmm. Not even like not little small towns, but like there's these underground mega cities that are unaccounted for in a lot of the history. And they're like, well, they've got all these different, you know, I would say technologically advanced for that time, equipment and buildings and things that they can't explain how it's like built, but they're all yeah. underwater. So it's like we're about to get into a phase where it's like almost it's like maybe that gap in time that is missing or that gap in time. We're about to get a lot of those answers because there's a, another um, theory in 
um, the historical, scientific, even theological kind of world where we're missing a portion of time in our history. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we are. Yeah. and a lot of people don't understand that. Like the, and a lot of people don't understand we're not actually in the year 2022. And a lot of people don't understand that the calendar has been changed and manipulated so many times that like, we don't even have an accurate um, understanding of what actual time and space that we're in. And then if you start backtracking a lot of these events, like stuff doesn't overlap correctly. And they're like, they're saying that there's anywhere from like 300 to like 400 years, maybe even a thousand years that is missing. And it's unaccounted yeah, there, for. There's a Roman emperor who, who I've heard a conspiracy theory about this, where there was a Roman emperor that didn't want the the time set to be zero, the time to be set to zero to him, and that's actually what we're going. For. Mm. Um, I don't know if, how accurate that is, but that's a theory I've heard. Um, and then, as far as like kind of touching more on that, like I've seen those documentaries where they show some of those cities off the coast of like in the South China Sea in Japan, and yep. there's a saying. Um, regardless if you're religious or not, but the saying has to do with religion. God doesn't work in straight lines, right? Like natural things don't happen in straight lines. Right. And there's rock formations that are under, uh, you know, 60 feet of water right now mm-hmm. where there's straight lines for 300 yards and then all of a sense a 90 degree angle. Yes. Like that, that does doesn't that happen? happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No. That's, it doesn't. No. That's not, that's, then, that's not nature. Nature doesn't make that. Nature yeah. wouldn't make that. No, um, I'll send you that that podcast if you guys want to listen to. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the Randall Carlson one. It's his first one. It's like a three hour, and it's better so if you good. watch it on YouTube because he has like he like brings up all the stuff on the, all the, the graphs and pictures and stuff. But he tells a story about how there's evidence that they're finding. I wanted to say in Siberia of like woolly mammoth uh, fossils oh, yeah. from like uh, I want to say fifteen to seventeen thousand years ago where they experienced a force so bad that it snapped their backs in half. And we're talking an elephant. So what kind of force is doing that to a mammoth where it's literally snapping them in half? That's either a super huge, giant, giant, fucking human being or Or a cataclysmic event. Yeah, a a meteor hitting and just some crazy shit happening. And that would explain the disappearance of these cities like Atlantis is a major cataclysmic event happening like a meteorite hitting yeah. and all of a sudden the Mediterranean Boom. unloads on Africa. That can happen yeah. to you us. Know what I mean? I mean, but that's what That can happen to us. We can be history. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like every time it happens, it's like you have to, like every time it happens, you have to restart. Like you have to start yep. everything over again because it's like the tools, the technology. It's like, you know what I mean? Like if we had a big meltdown of our on. grid, like we'd have to rebuild all that from scratch. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't know. It's It's very... Yeah. It's very um, it's very interesting to me because I feel like, especially with this uh, Sir No No Face, with them going to the Antarctica, um, I also think it's very weird because it's like um, there's a treaty amongst all the nations that you can't go beyond Antarctica and the Antarctica Wall or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very funny because if they let's just say that they met these aliens out here, there is um, these very, very old maps from the Renaissance age. Um, And it actually shows the earth uh, from a flat. It shows the earth as flat. And then it shows Antarctica is actually a ring around what we now know today to be the earth. But right. 
yeah. beyond that ring, they show that there's a whole nother like section of this yeah. earth with with land masses. And it, and then it's just like, well, if that's true, let's just say, and and this is and this is why I bring this up is because it's very funny to me, like that Christians follow the heliocentric globe of Earth, whereas in the Bible God says it's a firmament. Which, if you know thing about a firmament, if you look at the creation of, if you look at God's explanation in the Bible of how He created the Earth, it's a flat surface with a glass dome over it that was used to separate the water in the sky from the land, so on and so forth, right? That's what it says. It's, That's it's, what it it's says. It's like the main argument for flat earth. Yeah. Right. That's the main argument. That's their main earth. argument. Are you guys yeah. flat earthers? No. No. no, no. I mean, everybody. <laughs> yeah, they, they, did, they did experiments 2,000 years ago that proved the earth wasn't flat, and they got within like 100 miles of measuring the diameter back yeah. then. It's, okay, I mean, but, fair, fair. I will say I'm not neither a flat earther, but I'm not necessarily a globe person either. I think there's some I'm confused, honestly. I, I'm going to say that I'm confused because let me tell you what this guy said here. This is what I was going to tell you guys about the, the whole thing. So a TV series came out in, what, the 1950s, 1940s. It was called, I don't even know how to pronounce this correctly, Longines Chronoscope. And the hosts were Larry Lesseur and Kenneth Crawford, right? Okay. They had a guest on the show. The guest was the U.S. Navy uh, Rear Admiral Richard Byrd. And in the interview, they show the interview in the documentary. They show the guy and they ask him. Um, if he, cause he's traveled the world at this point, he's been everywhere and they ask him if he's been to the North and South pole and they ask, is there any unexplored land left on this earth? And, uh, he says, uh, strangely enough, there's, there's left in the world today, an area as big as the United States that's never been seen or touched by a human being. And he leads you to believe. Uh, so anyway, let me just go through this. And he says uh, it's beyond the pole of the other side of the South Pole from middle America. And it happens to be untouched. There happens to be untouched uh, reservoirs of natural resources there. So um, when he's hmm. talking about this. He the people are looking at him like they put this caption at the bottom and the caption at the bottom says most people would think he. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. That's not the cap. The caption is if a human being has never seen this massive area of land, how does Admiral Byrd know of its location and untouched natural resources? And so he, they ask him what natural resources are there and what he's talking about is. Outside of Antarctica, but they have been trying to get inside Antarctica at the same time because that's where they know oil and uranium is. Right. But they know mm -hmm. that outside the wall of Antarctica, apparently this sheet rock, uh, uh, ice wall that goes up mm -hmm. so high that nobody can get on the other side of it. Um, mm -hmm. He says that there's uranium there and that would lead him to never appear on television again after that interview. And he hesitated when he said that. He told them that, and he he knew he oh. shouldn't have said it. So after that, you never saw him on television again. He he actually uh, went. Hey. He actually yeah. sent a team to hey. Antarctica, right? The they, men in black came knock on his door. 
Yo, that, that was <laughs> you, 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 you get to said yeah, too much, buddy. Well, uh, yeah. You might but, as well have been Millie Vanilli in that record scratch. Right. <laughs> but that led yeah. to uh, the Operation High Jump. So it was, what, 4,713 ships, 33 aircrafts, and the world's first weaponized nuclear submarine. They sent all of them to Antarctica. And Byrd was the person that was leading them, right? Uh, I think President uh, Truman was in office at this time. Okay. Yeah, but so, so I think it was, yeah. Uh, I was about to say Truman had, I think it was when all this happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Continue. yeah. So they went to Antarctica. They were met by five disc shaped objects that decimated his military force in under three minutes. And they, they UFOs. immediately retreated after this. And uh, when he got back to the U.S., he told the president, you know, hey, they gave us mercy because we were no match for the technology that they have down there. And if they yeah. chosen to attack us while we were retreating, they could have destroyed the entire fleet in seconds. Wow. Yeah. I believe it. It's yeah. I believe it. <laughs> so that think, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think... Go ahead. Do you think... Okay, so... All right. So when we look at Earth, right, there's all these different species and all these different subspecies of the same species, right? And then we all have kind of scientifically at least come to some sort of conclusion that us as human beings, we're somewhat of a mixture. We're kind of a, a collab, we'll say, of, yeah. you know, the different forms of Homo sapiens uh, and Neanderthals, maybe apes, whatever, from back in the day, right? So yeah. what if, and this is, and this is, and this is, this is the weird thing that I, I, I struggle with as far as, cause I feel like religion is a misinterpretation of science to a point, but I do think that there is some type of like higher spirituality that gets intermingled. Right. But then I think we come yeah. to the point to where we have science. So there's stuff that we can tangibly prove. Right. Right. So when it, me personally, I try to mix I try my hardest to, like you said, to find that middle ground between the science, the spirituality, the 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 possibility of the unknown that we haven't even crossed yet. And I feel like the truth is somewhere in between there. Right. So when I look at the fact that, one, we've never been to the bottom of the ocean. So there is a whole world, a whole world of existence that we have never, ever been able to get to. Right. Because we just don't have the technology yeah. to do it. Right. Two, we have these underground ecosystems right there's these huge caves that literally are so massive underground that they have their own ecosystem they have their own like weather patterns they have clouds all this stuff in it right and then we have like this dude said like let's just say that there is some untapped land outside of antarctica right so whenever we think about like aliens and all that stuff what if they've been here the whole time yeah. What if there's so, this race, right? Like, think about it. Like, what if there's been this race or intelligence or entities or something like that's been here this whole time, but it's like maybe to them, maybe to them, we're like ants in your lawn. I'll live my life all around you, never interact with you. I know you're there, but you're so low on a totem pole that it's just like, I'll just let you it be does, over there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, what if we're that low on a totem pole, but like these aliens or these beings or these whatever have mm -hmm. been here this whole time, but they just like, oh, man, yeah. we ain't got time for them little, old, them homo sapiens. They don't know what the hell going on. <laughs> like, so you know what I mean? You guys, yeah. Have you guys seen those videos that uh, the Pentagon's released? Of the UFOs, the Tic Tac, 
all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in like what, like right during quarantine and all that. A little bit before that, I, yeah. and it got really popular because Rogan had uh, one of the pilots that saw it. Um, I, I, I want to say David Fravers is his name. Yeah, like I haven't seen that yeah. one yet, but okay. So uh, his name's Commander, well, Commander David Fravers. He was basically the squad leader of the Black Aces for, um, which is a squadron of F-18 jet fighter pilots. Um, and someone that's in charge of, uh, you know, multi-million dollar piece of equipment and is operating it on his own and you know and then is in charge of other people you're usually their character is pretty high you wouldn't Very think of them to be to yeah be crackpots on stuff like this right right he's the one that's telling the story about how they got dispatched out to something that their radar kept picking up they went out there and they oh, no. descended um from about thirteen thousand feet down to a thousand at like a weird arc to get down to where the scene was and this thing went from about 500 feet above the water to about 80,000 feet in the air in snap. Flash. Flash. And then they said they saw another one that was hovering above the water. It came up and then it just went right down it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's beyond any type of material science or technology that we have. That we don't have the physics from, to understand that. Yeah, we can't we can't move like let that. A, let alone the movement, but the we don't have the material the science to handle something that can fly in the air and go underwater. Like that's just beyond our capabilities yeah. at this point. Um, it, Let alone the G force. Like, like what? It, what type of technology is going on inside of the thing that your body can handle that level of G? Like yeah. you can't not yeah. your your body will be literally melted to the wall to go that fast. Like well, what's stop. crazy yeah. is that on this documentary they kind of talk about the Roswell uh, crash. And that was part of uh, the the Battle of Los Angeles, how they uh, chased these UFOs. But one of them got all the way to Roswell, New Mexico. And that's the one that everybody's seen, witnessed. And when they talk about the spaceship, they said it was mostly intact. The spaceship has... um, six fingers or, or or it has like a the control panel was a hand but it had six fingers 